Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Now, to restore peace, I must find the last dragon. My name is Raya. Hello, 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 this is Adolf, and today I'm reviewing Raya and the Last Dragon. As usual, we'll talk about the 3D element first. Which, unfortunately, is not available to me. Um, the 3D screenings are very f rare and far few between, literally. Um, the closest one to me is about 250 miles, which, for me, um, driving couple hours is not necessarily worth it. So uh, let's talk about the potential for 3D here. Um, I have been doing this site for so long, I, I could kind of tell you by seeing the movie if it would work in 3D or not. So I think the 3D would look beautiful in this movie. There's many shots where things coming out of the screen, many shots where I think depth would be really useful and nice. There's like a scene in a cave um, that's really narrow. I think that would be really nice to have in 3D with depth. There's a scene underwater um, where it's like swimming around. That's, that would look beautiful. Uh, there's a lot of things floating around here and there. I think a lot of times their character screen, you know, point their um, stuff at the screen. And I think there's just so much potential here. It's a gorgeous, beautiful world that this movie presents. I might have enjoyed the movie more if it was in 3D, but yeah, this definitely has potential, a lot of potential for great looking 3D. Now on to the movie itself. Ray and the Last Dragon is a very interesting movie from Disney. It in some ways feels like Disney's first anime. It kind of feels like five seasons of an anime TV show are combined into one movie here. Um, you know, it's one of those things where there's a lot of information that is put onto the viewer that's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> the story is with Rhea, and she's trying to find different pieces of this magical dragon orb thing and trying to find a dragon to help reunite the kingdom. First things first. When it comes to Disney animated movies, I want to talk about the animation. Um, it is a very pretty movie. Gorgeous. It's it's a weird kind of photorealistic, but not exactly photorealistic uh, appearance, where this is just gorgeous. Absolutely stunningly beautiful uh, colors, and just the design of the characters look very real. Um, the fur on the animals and the hair is especially awesome. I really like how it looks, how it works on screen. The character designs look very natural. There's a very lush environment here. Uh, this is a beautiful movie, and if you you know definitely would recommend it if you have a higher capable TV, um, watching it at home because you know watching this in 1080p is like I kind of wish I watched it in 4K or in the theater. You know I watched it at home on Disney Plus. So I definitely think it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. So the movie, the story-wise, is a lot of information. Um, you know, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. 
it feels like five seasons of a TV show all combined together, put into one movie. So what does that mean? That means that there's lots of story exposition dumps, where basically the characters will explain to you what happens, or what happened before, or what is happening now. And it's kind of jarring at times, because it's just like, wow, you just, you know, unloaded a lot of information onto me, um, just told me this information, didn't really show me this information. I mean, sometimes they do kind of do both and show a very limited scene, but for the most part, all this is done in big exposition dumps. And it, it kind of is a little bit jarring. It's like, you're just dumping so much here, so much backstory here. Um, I'd rather you just show me this, and it's okay if it's a longer movie. Um, it kind of feels like they're limited. They're like, okay, we got, you know, X amount of time. You can be on screen because this animation is too beautiful, so we need to make sure this is X amount of length, so you're just going to shoot out all this exposition and, you know, characters narrating things to help get the story going and moving fast. Um, so that's one of my first problems with it. Um, Rhea herself is a okay character. I don't really like her. I don't really hate her either. Um, the story itself reminds me of the Legend of Zelda franchise, the video game franchise from Nintendo, where basically they're going different places to collect these things to bring the things together. And beginning of it, it was like, whoa, this is a lot like Breath of the Wild uh, on the Switch. It just kind of reminds me of Zelda, which, hey, I love Zelda. Don't get me wrong. I I do. It just feels feels like Disney's first anime combined with Zelda. And it doesn't feel new to me. It feels like Disney taking tropes from anime, taking tropes from Zelda, and kind of remixing it for themselves. Now, a big feature of this movie is the dragon itself, which is voiced by Aquafina. And I'm not a fan of this. Uh, I like Aquafina. I think she's a great actor. Um, she's very likable. I like her TV show and her comedy. Um, I even liked her more dramatic stuff, too. I just kind of feel like this character, specifically of the dragon that she's playing, feels like it belongs in a different movie. It doesn't belong in this movie. This movie is very serious, very, you know, dour. And then she is a very eccentric, funny character. And it just, it really stands out. I I understand she's a dragon, so she needs to be special. But it really is a contrast between the characters and her. And I don't feel like Aquafina did that much to really distinguish her voice as well. So... It's fine. It just she does give the comedy here, but it, it just it's very different tones. The rest of the movie is one tone, and whenever she starts speaking, it's another tone, and it really doesn't match that well. Um, this, the movie does have a lot of action adventure scenes, and I thought they're really well done, choreographed in a fun way that I dig. Um, you know, there's a lot of swordplay, a lot of um things, just adventure moments that are fun and are well done. Um, the characters here are fairly one-note, unfortunately. I feel like you get to know a basic attribute of them and then move on to the next thing. 
And here's a new character. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. And you kind of just get like a collection of characters, but you don't really get to know that much about them. There is, it's just all kind of a group of one layered characters. It's fine. It's just, I'd rather have a smaller amount of characters that are more richly developed than a large amount of characters that are not at all developed. The, the story is a little bit cliche, a little bit predictable. Um, you know, it's a lot of anime kind of st- stereotypes and, and predictable. You can't trust them or, oh, they're not what they seem. And it's a little bit of, okay, I get what you're doing. But the final act, which I won't really go into too many spoilers because you know, obviously this is a spoiler-free podcast. Um, it is interesting in a way that I was not expecting. The ending is very and very sweet. Um, I can understand how people would cry at this ending. I didn't. Um, kind of left me... Yeah, I kind of saw that happening. And the final act being more interesting, I, I appreciated. But still, this was all kind of familiar. And it just feels like, yes, they're trying to do anime. And they maybe have people that know anime on the staff on this movie. But... It just, it's weird. It just doesn't come together. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. Um, I just didn't love it. So, what do I give this movie? It's hard because I feel like a lot of the things they did in this movie was to make it as easy to digest as possible. And it just doesn't completely land on for me. So I'll give this a 7 out of 10. I feel good about watching this. I enjoyed it. It's a very good movie. It just has some flaws that keep it from being great. And and some things that are just like, yeah, I've seen this kind of movie before. I don't hate it. It's fine. I enjoyed it. I'm happy I watched it. Uh, sad that I was not able to watch it in 3D. So yeah, that's basically it for me. Bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D. Mr. Bengal 5 and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.